It's Monday, January 8th, 2024, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. The tech industry sees job growth in services and cloud infrastructure amid an overall tech role decline. The FBI, HHS, and FTC all advance security with some new programs and a strategic opportunity for services focusing on ROI in cloud transformations. This is the business of tech. The U.S. job market ended 2023 on a strong note, adding 216,000 jobs in December, surpassing the forecast of 170,000. The unemployment rate remained at 3.7%. Industries such as leisure and hospitality, construction, and information saw employment gains, while transportation and warehousing experienced a drop. Despite the steady unemployment rate, labor force participation and the employment population ratio declined slightly. Average hourly earnings increased by 0.4% from November to December. The job openings and labor turnover survey report suggests a potential slowdown in job openings. And according to a report by CompTIA, the tech industry experienced a net increase of 12,922 new positions in the month, with job gains driven by tech services, software development, and cloud infrastructure. However, technology occupations throughout the economy declined by 79,000 positions, and job postings for tech occupations also fell back. That means the IT unemployment rate in December rose to 2.3% from 1.7% the previous month, while national unemployment remained at 3.7%. And from Axios, inflation in the United States could fall below the Federal Reserve's target of 2% this year, which would provide relief to consumers and make the Fed more open to significant rate cuts. The Fed's favored inflation measure has already fallen to 2.6% for the 12 months ended in November, and there is potential for further reduction in key drivers of prices. While this scenario wouldn't radically change how people experience economic conditions, it would increase the Fed's openness to easing. However, Fed officials view inflation risks as, quote, skewed to the upside. A new paper from Marblegate Asset Management highlights the riptide economy in the U.S. middle market, where unseen risks are building beneath the surface. While public companies emerged from the pandemic financially stronger, private companies in the middle market experienced declining earnings, collapsing margins, and rising debt. Between 2019 and the end of 2022, the most recent full-year data, EBITDA, that key measure of earnings, declined 24% for mid-market companies. For public companies, it soared 18%. The stress in the middle market has led to bankruptcies and the ripple effects on the broader economy, particularly the labor market, and it remains a big question. Why do we care? The tech industry's increase in new positions, primarily in tech services, software development, and cloud infrastructure, contrasts with the decline in technology occupations across the economy. This dichotomy points to a potential shift in tech job distribution, favoring specialized tech firms over tech roles in non-tech sectors. That's good news for outsourcers and requires focusing on specialized services or solutions that cater to the growing sectors. Specialization is the insight. But let's also be aware of what's happening beyond the most prominent companies. There's a lot more stress in the middle, and I suspect in SMB, than apparent at the surface. 
On one hand, there's the risk of reduced spending on IT services due to financial constraints in the sectors. On the other hand, there could be opportunities to offer cost-effective, scalable IT solutions that help these companies improve efficiency and manage costs. The Health and Human Services Department has released a new strategy for cybersecurity in the healthcare sector. The strategy includes new guidelines, incentives for struggling hospitals, and a more active role for the agency in improving data security. Healthcare cybersecurity incidents have increased, and federal regulators aim to address this issue by establishing voluntary cybersecurity performance goals, providing resources and incentives, enforcing accountability, and expanding the one-stop shop for healthcare sector cybersecurity within HHS. Financial incentives will be offered to health systems, and new cybersecurity requirements will be enforced through CMS and HIPAA. However, some experts argue that the strategy needs to be revised, requiring stricter standards and more resources. The Federal Trade Commission is offering a $25,000 reward for the best solution to combat the growing threat of AI voice cloning. The proliferation of online services providing easy-to-use voice cloning facilities has raised concerns over potential cyber attack abuse, such as impersonating CEOs or tricking individuals into sending money. Interested parties have until January 12th to submit their ideas, focusing on prevention, monitoring, and evaluation of the technology. And the FBI is increasing the number of cyber assistant legal attaches deployed to U.S. embassies abroad to combat cyber-related crime. The six new positions represent a nearly 40% increase, bringing the total number of cyber-focused FBI agents deployed to 22. This expansion is part of a broader shift toward a more proactive approach to combating cybercrime operations and infrastructure. The FBI's cyber attaches are crucial in coordinating international efforts and disrupting criminal groups. Why do we care? Well, new guidance if you're in healthcare. The call for stricter standards and more resources highlights the gap that IT services firms fill by offering specialized cybersecurity solutions tailored to healthcare needs. I'll reference the previous story about specialization. AI voice cloning is a topic I've highlighted before, so if you have a great idea, this is your time to get some cash if you're not developing that as a product, or maybe even if you are. You can also see the increased investment from law enforcement coming to fruition. And I spotted a research report about cloud transformations. The study from HFS, in collaboration with IBM Consulting of 510 senior executives, reveals that while cloud transformation is considered a critical investment for many enterprises, only 25% can demonstrate a hard return on investment from their initiatives. Non-IT stakeholders increasingly fund cloud initiatives, challenging the perception of it being an IT-centric journey. However, most cloud transformations are stalled in intermediate stages due to concerns about cost, lock-in, and meeting budget and timeline constraints. Only a quarter of enterprises can demonstrate a solid ROI on business benefits, indicating a lack of collaboration between business and IT. Why do we care? The fact that only 25% of enterprises can show a hard return on investment shows the gap in effectively measuring and demonstrating financial benefits. Services that can bridge the gap between cloud technology implementation and business value realization will be in high demand. And remember to target the non-IT stakeholders in funding those cloud projects. 
Thanks for listening. Today, National Clean Your Desk Day. So take an extra couple of minutes to clean off that desk. Got a comment, question, a thought on one of the stories? Put it in the comments if you're on YouTube or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash MSP radio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me. I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.